Hey friends, today we're in Proverbs chapter 20, looking at the last verse of the chapter, verse 30, which says, Blows that wound cleanse away evil. Strokes make clean the innermost parts. So what could Solomon be trying to tell us today, I wonder? Well, I think we see here Solomon giving us an example of how discipline can be used for good. In a person who's like caught up in maybe a crime in his kingdom or someone who has an evil heart with sinful actions. We've touched on how one of the qualities of a good king is mercy. But here, uh, the most merciful thing seems to be discipline at this point. I think we can see how this works when a child gets into a pattern of like disobeying their parents, right? They don't come to their parents, they don't confess when they messed up, but they wait until they get caught. And then they apologize and then they disobey again. And instead of repenting and confessing, they hide their sin once more until they're caught. And these times clearly call for a spanking, but it's a spanking for their good. Now, I think at its root, that's what Solomon is talking about, this principle of discipline. But in the text, he may be alluding to criminals in Israel, even thieves and murderers who break the laws of the land. There are times when they would need blows that that wound and yet cleanse away evil from their heart. That say this is wrong or strokes uh, that make clean the innermost parts as the text says. But this principle of discipline, it, it extends to others besides criminals. Uh, for example, we looked at how children need a firm hand at times and likely it will be various discerning measures of discipline that, that work for their good. But what about the people who, who don't live under the authority of parents any longer? and they don't actually break the laws of the land. Of course, laws can't regulate all the actions that flow from the heart. Things uh, like not loving our neighbor, or going about lying and cheating, or gossiping. And these people are actually us sometimes, right? We can easily become cold and hard and blind and dull of hearing. And we too need help. We need correction an attitude adjustment, if you will, for our good, our growth. But who's going to give us the discipline we need? Um, we're not breaking laws, and we don't have parents over us. Well, first off, it's interesting to me uh, to ponder how kings and parents and others may use some of the same tools used by broken people, like strokes, right? Like, like a child, for example, may hit another child. And it may be that they need to be spanked. So that's a form of hitting, in a sense, in order to discipline them. So brokenness sometimes is used to combat brokenness, even blows that wound. And the world uses these things to cure brokenness, in a sense, to point people in the right direction. But the thing is, physical brokenness can be for our spiritual good. I mean, after Adam and Eve sinned, and thus they were broken spiritually, God broke the world. He didn't have to, but 
in that like sickness and disease and depression and pain all of a sudden came into the world so much more all kinds of entropy and even death so God could have made things easy and removed all sickness and disease he could have made a way for us all to be rich and want for nothing physically but of course that would have not cured the brokenness that our sin caused between God and man the loss of fellowship we have with God but the brokenness of the world every trouble we might face can remind us of our spiritual brokenness it can drive us toward God and so yes it points us to the cure for our spiritual brokenness so if you know the Lord he is doing a work in your life and he uses the brokenness for our good and for his glory and, and not only that but because he loves us personally he corrects us personally he corrects us individually he knows what strokes what prods of love we need and even the times that we need blows that wound that leave scars they'll be for our good and sometimes we need to pray that way Lord whatever it takes to remove this sin out of my life that you might be glorified and, and I might know your joy whatever it takes Lord let that be Hebrews 12 beginning in verse 5 let's see it says my son do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord nor be weary when reproved by him for the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives so brokenness in the flesh brokenness in the world even the universe it, it points us to the one who can make us whole and you know although physical brokenness like pain and all kinds of difficulty can point us to the cure for our spiritual brokenness in the promised Messiah and listen this this is important one cannot fight spiritual brokenness with spiritual brokenness for example like we've been seeing in the news so much uh, when racial crimes as horrible as they can be are committed it does no good to fight hate with hate proclaiming truth with uh, free speech is good but rioting and beating and destroying property plundering uh, stealing that's just showing what is in your heart and this is hate speech in action this is not the discipline we've been speaking of today that's given out of a heart of love but rather out of a heart of bitterness though they may not know it those who have hearts for these kinds of things they, they have kindred spirits with those whose hearts are racially charged with prejudice it's true so when we don't have hearts of love we become like those people that we hate father God thank you for for loving us enough to send your only begotten son and for for him to be willing to be broken for us on the cross to, to die for our sins in order that we might be cured of our spiritual brokenness Lord and then for you to raise him from the grave uh, and all that means for us in, in living a, a victorious 
life in this broken world for you. And then, Lord, thank you for your resurrection and, and what that means for us in being raised one day to be with you forever, Lord. And, and as we're here, I just thank you for the discipline as you grow us practically to be more like you and to have your joy in, in our life. In Jesus' name, amen.